Welcome to the Member Guest Podcast. Welcome to Member Guest. And welcome to Member Guest. Guys, we are in a new location. The first time for us here to be recording the podcast. It is Saturday. It is a rainy Saturday morning. Uh, a little bit disappointed that the weather had turned for today, but in, in retrospect, I think that it might be God is shedding some tears for what has occurred so far at the tournament. A little bit of sadness for our three. Brendan, you doing okay today? I, I'm doing okay. It's uh, definitely a lot of sadness from me. I uh, just dropped off my courtesy car at the golf course because I missed the cut. So that is a major bummer. Um, obviously, this being the biggest tournament of the year, you want to play well. And I thought I was in a really good position to to do that. I had great prep this week. I'd been here a few times uh, getting ready and uh, worked really hard to, to try to play my best this week. And, and it didn't come off. Um, just for a little perspective, it's my first miscut since August. So that is a good stat, but, um, obviously didn't want it to be here. So, um, that's a bummer, but can you explain to our listeners what missing the cut means? Yeah. So that's that's Mark's undercover way of saying, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? So, um, at, at every tournament after two days, um, there's some different cut numbers at different tournaments, but after two days, basically you have to be in the top half of the field in order to make the cut and play the last two days. So it's always good to be a guy who makes a lot of cuts. Um, and usually I am that guy, but this week I was not that guy. So half the field goes home after two days. And, uh, so that's why it's raining today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Screw everybody else who's still playing. Cause now you gotta go play in the rain. Yeah. I didn't want to play in the rain anyway. California guy. Mark and I were talking about it a little bit last night, how, there's a component to it where golf is such a, a, a just a son of a bitch in that sense because so much of golf by definition is dealing with disappointments you know and, the, and there's so much to it on the on the positive side where it's in this is a really difficult tournament to get into you have to be either win a tournament in the year leading up to it or you have to be like in the top 50 in the world rankings and you know there's these different stipulations to get in so there's a component to it where it's already, it should be for anybody else or looking in from the outside, it should already be so special just to be able to compete in this tournament. And it's such a, such a big and special thing for anyone who loves golf, both on the inside and the outside. But by the same token, it's like everybody says it's an honor just to be nominated. We know when, when the Grammys come around, it's an honor to just to be nominated. That's good enough. But when you don't win or when it is disappointing, it is, there's still a component to it where it's like, yeah, that didn't, that's, that's not what I was looking for. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty crushed yesterday, especially because I, I played poorly on Thursday. Um, thought I played really well yesterday and just didn't score that well. And, um, the, the worst thing that I can do is to kind of mess up right at the end to miss the cut. And that's what I did yesterday. So got myself into position where I, I could have made it and probably should have made it. Um, and then blew it at the end, frankly. And, uh, that's, that's worst case. Cause that, that just makes me feel like I am the worst player in the world. So, uh, obviously huge bummer. Um, but, uh, it, it is great to be here. I mean, it, it is the best tournament in the world. Looking forward to coming back next year. 
and uh, I, I still had a lot of a lot of good times and and was able to bring a lot of people that are close to me here and and have them enjoy it as well. So um, while it is a bummer, uh, the good thing about golf is there's always more golf and onward and upward. I'm I got a week off and then I get two more events and um, got all four majors uh, or at least three majors left this year to play. So um, excited about everything that's to come, and we'll forget this one after I win the next tournament. What if at this point it was just like we just stopped? Like, okay, cool. Like, I just feel like we're like just beating up on you. <laughs> I deserve it. No, you don't. Mark, what have your impressions been so far? This is your first first year out here. It's my first year. So let's just take it back a few days. So Dave and I flew out here on Thursday morning. We we pretty much got on our on separate planes. I was flying out from Los Angeles, Dave from Orange County, and we were our our plans were landing pretty much at the same time. And I was lucky enough to get pretty solid Wi-Fi on my my plane, and Dave had strong enough like Wi-Fi to get text messages. So I was watching and following the tournament on my computer and text messaging Dave on his plane. All, every single shot you hit, it was just like and you guys are going back and forth. Go, what is he doing on this? <laughs> Wait, there wait, was, wait. Shot Tracker says he's right of the right trees. That doesn't make any sense. There, there was one text that I sent to Dave that was like. I think the shot tracker might be wrong because Brendan's never. He doesn't hit shots like he's that. Never over there. He's and never. he's he just got done telling us on Wednesday night how it's the best preparation he's ever had for any tournament. He's not going to hit it a hundred yards right on this hole. Well, you started off not so great, and then Dave, I was like, Dave, do you want updates? He's like, absolutely, absolutely. So around, uh, I think it was eight. You, you birdied eight, and I'm sending the updates, birdie birdie and then i i text him like oh no and dave's just like and i let i just leave it and he's like what what he's just killing him i'm just like he birdied 10 and i'm like he's hot he's on a roll here it goes and so uh i just loved it because i at that point i was total dave was my puppet so i was just dangling <laughs> information he was just waiting I, on it i think the flight was probably three hours and 45 minutes i think i probably spent a good two hours and 15 minutes just trying to get my wi-fi working and the it gave me something to do and never really all all i accomplished was getting the uh the texting to work but i think it i think it was probably my ipad i've got a really old ipad and i was trying to get it set up on that at the end of it it wasn't handling the feed yeah so mark was just messing around with me you're due for an upgrade yeah it was fun so but yesterday was my first time actually on the course um it was just awesome. I mean, you walk in and it's there's way more there's way more people than I had expected, and um, but the flow of the tournament and the way it's organized made it just seem like you're never waiting. There was no log jams or anything. I mean, everything from entering uh, the grounds to using the bathroom to getting food concessions and stuff. I mean, it was unbelievable. There would be a hundred people in line, and you could get you know, a dollar fifty sandwich and a beer in, in less than like two minutes. Yeah, everything runs so smoothly. It's it's pretty amazing. I mean, so much more civilized than every other tournament. Like you go to other tournaments and even the ones that do a really good job, it's like if you have that many people around, you know, you're you're waiting to to use the bathroom, you're waiting to get a beer, you're paying ten bucks for a beer, you know, and everything is just hard. It's hard to move around. You don't really know what you're doing. And there it's just like everything makes sense. They've really thought everything out. And then you go buy a sandwich for a dollar fifty and a beer for three bucks and an ice cream sandwich and you know, whatever. But what did you guys end up eating? 
I think I didn't do I didn't go super crazy yesterday. I kind of kept it. I kept kept it on two wheels. I think Mark. I went pimento and cheese and loved it. And you loved it. Oh yeah, that was my jam. Cold cheese, soft Wonder Bread from heaven. It was pretty good. <laughs> I had. <laughs> I, I think I had three of them. Um, <laughs> Got I did, you four fifty. I did the peach uh, the peach ice cream sandwich. Um, Got lucky. Your your wife um, helped coordinate that, so that was pretty cool. I guess they had to search far, far yeah, and wide I guess to get those. They run out of those early in the day, and then they restock, and you have to be there right when they restock in order to get one. The one thing about the course that you you don't see on TV is how incredibly hilly it is. Yeah, everybody says that. It's unbelievable how much up and down every hole is, and my calves were like sore this morning. Just from following you, I don't know how you would do that like day after day, especially with practice rounds on the front end of that. It's brutal. Every time I've come to the Masters and it's even like, I can't blame it on age. Like at this point, I want to blame it on, I'm like, oh man, I'm just getting older. But the, the same thing happened when I was here like 10, 10 plus years ago, where it's the one place that you can go to and you're just walking in on your feet all day. And at the end of it, it's... It's, I feel pathetic on how like sore and tight my back is and legs and everything else. You're just so beat up after it, walking that golf course for, for a day. It, it's amazing though. Like I hear that from uh, athletes in other sports all the time. Like they'll come out and play a pro-am. Not, I mean, not even at, at Augusta and you know, they play just a regular course wherever we are. And by the end of it, they're like, how do you, how do you do this all the time? I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> you guys sport is like somebody's trying to take your head off or, you know, you've got to run all game and you got to do this and that. Oh no, this is so much worse. Like I'm stiff and sore and I can't move the next day. And I'm like, man, I guess it's just not being used to it. So it, it beats you up a little bit, but uh, I always think that's really funny when, you know, some like 25 year old stud that's like a, a football player or a hockey player or something is like, man, this is so hard. <laughs> you got you to stand and then yeah. you got to walk and then you got to stand again. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. So, so we're lucky enough too. And in addition to being here at the masters, uh, just through our relationship with Mercedes, they've got an awesome hospitality area set up at the golf course. It's just on the left side of 10. Um, so you asked about like what what I was eating. I think I've just been eating way too much stuff there to do the actual like golf course fair. But yesterday we started out, you know, we got to the course maybe an hour or two before you're going to be teeing it off. And we're like, oh, let's go get set up over in the hospitality area. Let's, you know, maybe grab some drinks. Let's hang out a little bit over there. So we have a couple cocktails and we're walking back. I think we were going to the range at that point. We're walking back and we see, uh, some lady's like, ooh, ooh, look out. And she's like all excited, like something's about to happen. I'm not really paying attention. And it's maybe 11 in the morning. And I've had like two old fashions at this point. So I, I'm just cruising, just having a good time. And uh, Hoffman, Charlie Hoffman comes walking down. He's transitioning from like the driving range over to the green. And she's like backing off. She's probably 45, 50 years old and just excited to be here and whatever else. And I see Charlie and my first, the natural reaction, the first thing I say, is just like, let's go Hoffman. And he, it was a total, like, I was the guy in the gallery who's yelling like nilly nilly at that point or yelling like Baba Booey to him. <laughs> as far as he was concerned, he half glances over, never even sees us. And then just gives us like a little like finger thing and just keeps walking to the green. And I just let it, I just let it at that. And I was like, I get it. Like he's focused. He's in his own zone. 
more power to him. But the lady who was there in the first place, she just was like, oh man, like, I can't believe you said hi. Like, that's so cool. Or what, like, she was just <laughs> so cool. You yell at him. It's so funny. I was talking to Mark too. It's like, I can relate to that so much when, if I'm playing a show and we've got all, you know, our buddies out there or whatever, they're out there having a great time, a couple drinks, having fun. And it's like an entertaining evening for them or whatever. Whereas I still feel like I've got to like, I've got to work. I've got to do what I've prepared to do. I've got to kind of be in the zone. Granted, it's a lot easier in that moment to do what I do versus playing around a golf. I can kind of just still have a, a lot more fun than you guys probably do when you're grinding. But if you were to, if someone were to go, go get them Phoenix or like that kind of thing, I probably wouldn't even like hear it. You know, you're not going to turn and be like, Oh, that's my friend. I'm going to have a short conversation with you. Yeah. My, my initial reaction is never, ever, ever, ever going to be, to hear it and have my brain go like, Oh, that's somebody who knows me. I'm going to go say hi. And blah, blah. you know what? That, that isn't going to ever get through that thing. Brennan, it was so funny. Dave's just like, I'm like, Oh, there's Charlie. And, and Dave just like blurts out like Hoffman, no. go get him. <laughs> Let's go Hoffman. I Let's go Hoffman. And Charlie's his head's down and he's just kind of like, kind of looking up, but he's trying to just not acknowledge it. I'm sure you have to do that too. And I'm, and then Tim's there and I know that Charlie doesn't know Tim and Charlie probably wouldn't recognize me after only, I've only met him the one time we did the pod and we all have our member guest hats on. And I was just like hoping that he just saw the member guest hats and didn't make any connection was like, whoa, member guest is like big time. It's gone over really it's, big. It's already big here at Augusta. Yeah, it's big at Augusta. Everybody's wearing those hats. Super funny, but maybe uh, maybe moving forward we'll we'll get a chance either today or tomorrow to, to yell more at Charlie and see I'm if we can really. Freak I'm sure him he'd out appreciate that. Yeah, lots. Not a lot of yelling at Augusta. Not a lot of baba buoys, which I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate it too. I mean, it's it's again way more civilized. Um, you know, uh, with it being no phones allowed and everything, everybody's very like focused on, on the golf and the course and the food and like everything that they have to offer there. And, uh, anyone who gets kind of out of control is gone is asked to get it under control. Yeah. I was thinking about that in, in regards to this, we've talked about it before where it's like, if your buddy is ever commenting online, you kind of, you're going to have to almost readdress where that friend sits with you. It's, the golf course equivalent or test of that is if, if you were to like, if I were to take Mark the first time, we're going to go with the first time in a golf tournament and Mark is standing on the edge of a tee box and you, somebody hits a drive and Mark yells, Baba Booey. I'd kind of be like, ah, I don't know. I don't know what I think about. I'm not sure world. how we've been friends for 35 years. <laughs> that doesn't seem to make sense to me anymore. If he whispers it to me, then I'm, then I'm going to laugh yeah, and love it. What exactly. if I just have like pimento and cheese all down my <laughs> chest? That's acceptable. Oh, by the way, this is a great, I am going to throw my friend Trey under the bus. So I went to go introduce him to Anastasia. We were watching you and you, you didn't hear this. You heard this. So Trey's holding two beers and I knew I was going to run into him and it's without cell phones. You're kind of like, okay, I just got to look for my friend instead of like, Hey, I'm here. Come meet me, whatever. So I'm looking for Trey and I didn't even run into him for probably like 11 or 12 holes. And so I run into him and, and of course he had two beers. I wouldn't expect anything less from him. He's got a chair. He's got a chair on 13 right in the fairway. That's that the par five. Yeah. And at Augusta, you, you can put your own chair there and people can sit in it. But if you come back, then it says, then it's like, 
you know, people gladly get up and you go and sit in your chair. So his chair says Trey's chair. And then below it says, you can sit here if you're hot. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I go to introduce him to, to Anastasia and he's got a beer in one hand and he's got another beer at this point, like tucked in his armpit. And he fumbles the beer in his right hand and reaches to catch it. So he bends over and the beer in his left armpit falls and pours out all over. And he literally loses like two beers and like mid handshake with your wife. It was pretty funny. It's pretty awkward. Good thing there weren't $10 a piece. <laughs> I know, right? The end. The end. The end. <laughs> cool story, Hansel. All right. So what are we doing moving forward? What's, uh, what do we got coming up? Mark and I have got two more days here, which would be great. Um, then we're, we're looking to go season two, guys. Season two starts recording summer. In, we'll in less than a month. Yeah, so we'll see what we can do with it. Um, I'm looking forward to getting, getting back in the studio. Mark and I were talking about recording some, some chunks, uh, maybe doing like a San Diego run to record some down there, maybe doing some L.A. stuff record up there hopefully getting back to the brewery recording there maybe doing like a tournament visit recording out there yeah we've got a couple people that have been requesting their appearance on so that's kind of fun when when people are like how come i haven't been on yet i don't understand that's ridiculous i should have been your first guest <laughs> it's like all right well we'll see how you do let's see how that wraps up fiori what do you got um, well, I guess in the near future, we're, we're still going to try to go to a couple more rounds here and, um, definitely want to support Charlie as a member of the member guest podcast. Anybody else that we should look to follow or that you, uh, are close with that we should. I think you'll have plenty of stuff to do, whether you, you go kind of hang out on, uh, one of the holes, whether you hang out kind of twelve thirteen area for a little bit, or you go follow Charlie around, um, you know, obviously there's some exciting stuff going on. You got, you got a great leaderboard right at the top and then you got Phil and Tiger that'll be out there, you know, trying to move up and, uh, they're always exciting to watch. So, um, there'll be plenty of stuff for you guys to do, but as far as member guest goes, I think Charlie's the guy, right? We've got to root for him. Yep. All right. Well, this is uh Saturday from the masters. I hope you've enjoyed our little hang. And if you want to follow us and what we're doing the rest of the week, it's an easy follow at, at member guest official on Instagram at member guest on Twitter. Go to, uh, the World Wide web dude. Have I ever told you my worldwide web story? No, this could be a good, good finisher. This might be a good conclusion. So you invented it. I, well, I didn't want to take, I named it. Firstly, this is not that interesting, but it's, it's kind of a fun little tidbit. World Wide Web is easier to say than www. Like W has three syllables, whereas each World Wide Web each has one. So it's the abbreviation of saying World Wide Web is nine syllables, three times more syllables than just saying World three Wide Three times Web. more difficult than the actual yeah. word. So, for, so take that. And this story has like 10,000 syllables. <laughs> So far of which we're through like a hundred. So, but that's important because if I would have known that Brennan, you know, how notice how Dave always has to get in like a last story. It's kind of like he's one ups, one ups us. Yeah, he does. I don't think we should put up with that anymore. Let's kick him out of the team. I just, Dave's off member guest. 
I'm just trying to keep up with you guys. I'm not trying to one up you. Okay, I'm gonna cue the song. Just kidding, I, Dave. I'm gonna cue the song for the outro right now. Okay, make this special. So, I'm trying to tell a joke. The punchline, the punchline is so bad, and I didn't. You know, when you you think it's gonna be fun in your head, you're kind of going for it. You don't know if it's gonna land. The point being, the punchline took so long to get out because WWW is so hard to say. So we were talking some, this was years ago, we were talking about something to do with weirdness on the internet and whatever. My joke was going to be that like this guy who's super creepy and whatever else, his website is Dr. Sicko. Terrible punchline, admittedly, but that was my joke. Yeah, this guy is going to be Dr. Sicko. So... I blurted it in there. Like, yeah, he's going to be, but instead of saying you can go visit him at drsicko.com, I went to, yeah, you can go visit this guy at www.drsicko.com. And it took so long to try and interject that stupid punchline because of the www. You lost the crowd. As soon as I said it, every, like it was such a long delivery and it landed so flatly that by the time I finished it, everybody just looked at me like, Wow, that was the worst thing we, I've ever We heard. used all these syllables just to get that out? Yeah, so now anytime, and this is a great pointer, and this is where I'll end and give you your, your wisdom. If you want to do a www.fillintheblank.com joke, just go with World Wide Web. It's easier to say. Better punchline. You can find us on worldwideweb.member-guest.com. To hear more of Mark's sexy radio voice. Sotto voce. Well, may your drives fly straight. And your guitar stay tuned. Dude, I had another story too. I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to use this. Or do we want to? We'll, we'll save, save it, it for another day. For season two. We, we almost need to have one episode that, that is just snacks stories. We'll just do a snacks night. We'll bring in the guys. That would be great. We could do we could do a serious snack stories, which is early touring days, and like Canadian tour, which for you is like early, yeah, early that'd touring be good. Days. Yeah, we could just do an early touring. We'll days. have Greg come in and help me with that, and then you can get Maroney come in. And One of my favorites, as, a, as just as a preview, is I jumped out of a moving vehicle with just no gauge of how fast it was going. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't end well. It, but our our van was running out of gas. No, don't tell the story. <laughs> We'll save it. We'll save it. That, that's a full episode. All right. May your drives fly straight and your guitars stay tuned. Now Adios. and forever. Now and forever. Adios. Adios.